subscribe on iTunes at Toddcast Podcast. This is a long time in the making, actually. We have mm-hmm. Kelly Brack, who is a local Vancouver. What takes up more of your time than we think? Like, is it the writing? Is it the artistry? Like, what's the eating up the writing? Yeah, the writing for sure. Because I think, like, for me, it was I. I was born with artistic ability for some, and that's going to piss off so many fucking people. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, but it was like, it was the case for me. I just picked up a pencil and I, I knew how to do it. The writing though was where the passion was always like the storytelling, the world building. Okay. Um, the putting the piece together, the emotional drive of like the character direction and stuff. Interesting. Um, there's some you know what though and who was it as a kid that kind of got you that way bat oh batman 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 for sure okay. yeah the the animated series right and then around that time i think that's right behind you actually is it the one right there uh in the little cubby hole there yeah the, that's it yeah that's it. yeah that was that was my show man uh, amazing yeah. i think i might know one of the guys that did one of the voices in that oh uh if you hand me the box and see i'll see if i can uh if it yeah, so is Batman your favorite uh, superhero then? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like Landslide? Yeah. Who's who's after Batman then? Oh, fuck. Right? It's, it's going to be a... Uh, um, oh, man, I don't know if I'm... Not a choice, but Swamp Thing, probably. Swamp Thing. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, Alan wow. Moore's Alan Moore's Swamp Moore. Thing collection is like by far my favorite writing of all time. And what is it, do you think, about Alan Moore's writing that grabs you so much? Because same for me, one of my favorites. Yeah, he's fucking amazing, right? Um, he is amazing. I don't know. It's just so different. Like, I, I'm a big fan of H.P. Lovecraft, mm. how he, like, inserts yeah, that, I... that horror, um, like, very panic-stricken type of mentality to his writing. So Alan Moore, he's so poetic. Like, he writes in poeticism. It's amazing. Yeah. It really is. What's his best work, then? The Watchmen? Uh. R- renowned by like the masses well yeah uh, sure watchman Watchmen. uh in my opinion swamp thing yeah and i'm a big fan of like i would put v for vendetta over watchman right little i'm one mm. of the very few and right. the one percent of yeah. the world but um but yeah he's he's fucking great yeah but uh what about you what's uh you're a spider-man guy right uh i like spider-man no i'm a, a x-men X-Men, X-Men really? was the one that really kind of grabbed me. It was like right around, uh, for me, grade four, grade five. And I had a few buddies who were collecting pretty hardcore and, uh, you know, and it kind of just got sucked into the world. Hey, go home and read this, uh, you know, comic. It's about this superhero team and it's got a guy that's made of metal and there's guys that has claws and a guy that shoots lasers out of his eyes. And I'm like, what? That sounds badass. It just sounds like somebody's and, really bad or good like acid trip or something. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's creativity all over the X-Men. So that's kind of what got me, I guess, into comics was like, you know, just kind of geeking out with buddies and still present day, man. I'm 46 years old. I still love comics as much as I did when I was, you know, 12 years old. I just bought the graphic novel Damned, which is Batman. Oh, oh, the uh, fucking the like awesome rated dude. One, right? It's crazy, man. It's uh, I haven't gotten to that point yet, but uh, it, uh, I haven't read the whole thing. You know, for you know, I've got a nine year old, seven year old podcast, a full time job. I got to keep my wife happy and everything. But you know, try to get those moments where you can actually, you know, digest the stuff that you like. Oh man, it's so good, dude. Like the so far, I'm about maybe a third of the way in. Just the story already has grabbed me, but the art is incredible, man. Like incredible. 
Like, I'm I'm blanking on the artist. Do you, do you know who off by hand? Nah, I don't. And unfortunately, I couldn't even run upstairs right now to grab. Yeah, yeah. you know, because uh, the kids have made the living room into a huge, like jungle gym <laughs> kind of cave area, and they got a buddy coming over to do, uh, you know, a little hang tomorrow after school. They're like, Dad, is there any way we can keep this cool fort in the living room? I'm like, oh, Yeah, no problem. I don't have to. Yeah, so. Yeah, it's no, wicked. Yeah, that's wicked. Yeah, I, I haven't read that one yet, but um, yeah, it's really good, man. So far, so far, yeah. so good. Yeah, Fuck. yeah, it's great. What, what? How do you compare like comics when you were younger to now? Uh, well, now I guess I probably read more graphic novel stuff, right? Yeah. Than than actual series. Like I don't, uh, I don't read any series in particular. I'll grab a comic here or there or something like that, but I don't, I'm not like regular subscribed to it, you know, going to the comic book store. But man, I used to do that a ton as a kid. Like there was times, dude, um, and I'm not kidding you where that's what my goal in life was to own a comic book store slash sports memorabilia place. Oh, that, really? That's how much I was into it as a kid, man. Kind of like Taz. Do you ever go there? Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I, I think back to those days and like, you know, it could have, it could have happened. Instead of me doing this podcasting, of course, I worked at Fox for, and that's one of the, that's where you were saying that, you know, you kind of, became a fan of the podcast was oh, through my yeah. time in radio yeah interesting 100 percent. Yeah, yeah i remember um uh damn i was i i'm trying to i'm blanking on it but i think like when i was in high school sorry if that yeah no i'm yeah <laughs> like i said i'm 46 and i already what are you like 25 years old how old no, are you I'm, I'm 31 yeah 31. so there you go um but could almost be my kid man ah. in a bad world for todd you could almost be my kid <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a, that'd like be 15, 16 world. year old, man. Like imagine having a kid at 16. Oh my God. I had buddies actually that had kids at 16. Oh really? Kids yeah. are already now. They're like, you know, they're old dudes, man. 25. That's like, I didn't really become scared of that when I was a teenager. I'm scared of it now though. Really? I'm no kids. Yeah. Yeah. Like it <laughs> freaks the fuck out of me now. If, Dude, it's real, man. Shit gets real. Yeah. Uh, like to have a kid is, is a, obviously a huge, huge step, right? To have the second is, you think it would just be double the work, but it's not. It's just like, it becomes insanity. I couldn't even imagine three kids. I've got buddies that have like three, four kids. How the fuck do you do that? How do you do that? I, I can barely handle myself. <laughs> <laughs> For real. I, I have a hard enough time uh, just remaining my own insanity. Like being in my own head. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So I, I can't imagine trying to maintain... Um, like a creative passion or anything right so like for real like you're killing it like having uh this podcast and the kids family life all that stuff oh, oh it's it's time management man it's like juggling in a big way man like, like i i you know there's some days not complaining at all because i'm you no. know i wouldn't do it if i didn't love it but there's some days where i'll work for, you know i'll go to bcit and i'll be there nine to three three thirty or whatever come home make dinner or just hang out or whatever. My wife will make dinner or whatever and just kind of hang out with the kids and stuff. And, you know, bedtime comes seven, seven thirty. maybe read a story, you know, kind of help with that end of things. And, and then there's some nights where like three, four nights of the week where I'll come down here and, you know, maybe puff a little bit of a J and kind of get <laughs> into the zone and, and really dial shit in and be here from, you know, eight till one, two in the morning, man, three, four nights a week. Right. Like that, uh, it's got to get done sometime, man. 
and and this and for what I'm doing, you know, I'm I'm actually marketing this thing like you would if it was a radio station. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm very aggressive on social media. Like if if anybody that's listening isn't following me, you know, maybe there's a reason why they're not following. Me. Maybe they're like, dude, it's too much. Like you're, and I get it. You know, like I'm 200 tweets a day, but there's a lot of shit that I need to yeah push out there, but. You, you know what? That's very interesting because I talk to a lot of people that are worried that they're going to be annoying right. online if they're like pushing. And it's the same thing like emailing to reach out to an editor or something. Right. It's like you, you just got to fucking do it. You have to do it, man. Yeah. You, you have to do it. And you have to be non-apologetic about 100%. it. hundred percent. Yeah. It's like for me, like I can't really talk about it right now, but I got... Um, in this week that is we're currently recording the um right i got on the phone with an editor that i've been emailing consistently for like a year year and a half mm -hmm. just because i'm not afraid of being annoying right at all it's just like you just got to fucking do it and it's the same thing with social media reach you got to do it and you can't apologize for doing it dude let, let me let me show you something here yeah. while i while i got you in studio i'm just digging into my um my guest follow-ups. Can you see that? 293. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's 293 guests that I need to follow up with. Uh, and then there's like hopeful sponsorship because there's some people that I would like to work with. Which is that still even that's 130. Fuck, man. That's like a, you know, I don't go away. I'm, you know, yeah. let's, let's work together. Get on my podcast. Let's be a guest. Like that drive, you know. I don't. I don't know that you can teach that. No, no. You know, and it's you know, like before I walked through the door here. Yeah, I was referencing Dan Botch. That's right, the face plants. Yep, and uh, love that band. Same mentality. Yeah, and and you see them progressing because of that mentality. Pretty soon they're going to bypass a lot of people, and and you're right, like you can't teach it. No, it's yeah, it's something embedded in you, and and yeah, passion just can't be taught to that extent. No, not at all. Yeah, that's impressive, man. And you're organized as fuck. Oh, I'm not fucking around, dude. No, no, I know. I'm just. It's inspiring. It's inspiring. That's one <laughs> of the things I've been trying to. That I have been getting better at organizing everything from the beginning. Like, don't wait for a pile to organize. Just immediately. Yeah. Just I mean, try it. to if you yeah. can, right? I mean, I still believe me, like, look around this studio. There's piles, man, to be had, right? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I, I work pretty organized, but there's a lot of areas in my life where I feel like, holy fuck, I'm barely keeping on. Like, I'm just holding on for dear life sometimes, right? Like, if I had to redo my life in the from the last, because the podcast is now uh, into its sixth year. If I had to redo the first couple, two, three years of this podcast again, uh, man, I don't know that I would do it again really 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 trying times yeah my my wife doesn't work so it's kind of it was very i just jumped into podcasting only for that like well fuck it i'll try it because all my buddies when i got let go from Fox were like dudes fuck them fuck radio blah blah not that that's why i started that's not why i'm continuing but you know they're all like you know oh just make trying to make me feel better or whatever right and i'm like okay well it can't be that easy though like you're saying start a podcast. Well, how do I make money from that? Like, remember, I'm a dumb jock from the radio. I don't know about sales. I don't know about that, all that shit, marketing and, you know, promotion and stuff. Like, 
you paid me to talk on the radio and make people listen. So that I can do. Well, suddenly my life went from like that to like skyrocket to learn all this shit, learn new recording. Uh, you know, I'd learn pro tools. I wasn't working pro tools when I was in radio, you know, it's super overkill for what I, even today it's, so it's an overkill for what I need. Right. But, uh, the learning curve was insane. Yeah, it was hard times, man. The first couple of years, you know, right out of the gate was awesome. I had the Hard Rock Casino Vancouver on and I had all these, uh, you know, sponsors on, but then the Hard Rock dropped off and the, the Lamplighter dropped off and a couple other, you know, and then suddenly I wasn't making enough money to pay my mortgage and I started to have to take money out of RSPs or whatever, right? It was hard, man. The first couple of years were tricky. I didn't realize what I needed to do. You know, I, I realized what I needed to do in this regard, you and I talking and shooting shit and whatever, yeah. I, I, you know, that's, that's the easy part. It's like, how do you, how do we collectively make money from what we're doing tonight? Right. I know what I need to do. You, you can have the audio from when I'm done, you know, it's that like, how do you make that? How do you make money from what you're doing that you love to do? Right. Right. Like when you're trying to finance with uh, your art amazing art dude oh, please tell me you're making money in that regard like dude oh. amazing art i love it uh thank you like yeah i've a grown man has never made me blush before so that's, <laughs> that's right fucking first. um maybe because i was a fan of you from years ago anyways um i am making money on art great um right and how good does that feel it it feels amazing, um, mainly because well, like this is a interesting thing too. When when you start doing for anybody who's listening, obviously, but when you start doing something creatively and you want to make money at it, it's almost like you can't go into it almost like that though. Like you can't you can't go into something yeah. creative and you're like I need to make money, but I did. I fucking was like I have to make money with this yeah. thing. I have to have did, to. Did you ever? Okay. And that's, you know, that, and that's one of the reasons why I say, you know, it was hard. It was trying hard, you yeah. know, cause it's like, you know, you can't just force creativity. No, that's the hardest part. I don't think a lot of people realize the mental warfare. Like people will understand the, uh, physical breakdown, like mm -hmm. being physically fatigued. Right. But I don't think a lot of people understand the, uh, mental fatigue for forcing creativity. You can't wait around for inspiration. You just got to fucking do it. Right. You know, like, you know, I think you probably talked to, you know, let's go back to Alan Moore. I bet you if we, if he was in the room right now and had a <laughs> microphone, he would say the same thing. You know what? You have to plow through writer's yeah. block. You have to, you know, put your head down and persevere when times are tough and you yeah. can't fucking do it and you're done. Like I'm done. I can't do it. I just, I'm not, I'm not there. He would say, I guarantee he would say, you just have to plow through that shit. Right. Yeah, and I—that's the kind of the, the difference of those that do and those that are trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I totally agree. But I love that you're making uh, dough with your art, man. Yeah, like that's not, what it's about. Not a whole lot, but it's getting better, right? You know, and then I'm able to transition that to funding projects, and then if you could take writing or art, and that's what's making you the income, what would you pick? Uh, writing. Writing. Yeah. Interesting. You, you know what? This is another thing that's going to piss off a lot of people. Yeah. I fucking hate drawing. <laughs> no way. I, I hate it I so much. I can't believe that. Serious? I love it for 45 minutes. Wow. It's it's like my body's on a on a timed clock where yeah. I'm going to start getting pissed off. But 
45 minutes is all I can endure for for like a session, right? Right. And then I start getting lazy. So um, if you look at some art that's a little bit more simple that I do, Mm -hmm. you'll be like, oh, okay, and I'll get the biggest reaction from that. Right. But the more complicated things that will have more time, you could see that I start to fade. Mm-hmm. It's like a story of a man breaking down within the art. It's <laughs> so uh, I still post it, but yeah, but I fucking hate doing it. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, because yeah, dude, you're like you can just see that. I, I swiping through your uh, Instagram uh, with my wife today. We're out in uh, in Deep Cove. And I'm like, yeah, check out this guy. He's coming over tonight and interview him for the podcast. She's like, oh my God, it's, his art's amazing. Oh, fuck, and uh, yeah, like everything, man, is like, it's just, uh, she'd mentioned, she goes, you know, I can't, th-, she goes, I can't think of the style of what it is called, but all that stuff looks like it would translate so awesome onto like a t-shirt. And it's so true. That's so funny. You said that I was out with a, with a friend recently. Uh, and she's starting a t-shirt business. Really? Yeah. Like well, a there legit you go. One. It's like bottom, bottom level right now, but yep. she's so smart and so driven. Right. That just like one of those personalities you talk to her and you just know. Right. This is going to fucking work for you. But, um, that's driven. One of the, yeah. yeah. That's what it is, man. Oh my God. It's there's the theme. It's the there, theme. Right? There's not a lot of, uh, like there's no smoke and mirrors to what made me successful in, in radio and podcasting just mm-hmm. hard work man like talk to anybody who was in radio they'd be like oh yeah hancock was there at like 11 in the morning 12 o'clock well, i didn't work till three yeah i'd be there three four hours ahead so i could shake hands and hey what's going on to production and promotions and see my boss and talk to the music director hey you got any new tunes you know if i need to voice some commercials or whatever i'd be there you know way in advance and uh you know at the early early years in my like smithers and prince george years dude i'd stay fuck three four hours after my shift and like really dial in my production skills Mm. really try to get a great hard sell and a soft sell and just the neighbor next door you know for the commercials and all that like i really dedicated my life to it and and that's all it is hard work yeah and and podcasting first couple of years uh, again back to uh, you know, not to make this all about me, no. <laughs> uh, but going back to the, where I'd said, you know, the early years of the podcast was tough is yeah. because of that. Well, I've, now I have a wife and kid. I didn't have the BCIT job at, the, at the, my first couple of years. So I was able to kind of more focus and get shit done throughout the day. But to get it to the point of where it is today, like it took so much. Uh, and I don't have anybody really working with me. I have odd people helping out here and there, maybe five, 10 hours, a, you know, every couple of weeks kind of thing. It's not very much. Um, but it was hard, man. Launching this thing was fucking hard, dude. Fuck. Really hard. Like I, I know I was kind of saying before we started recording, I was so glad that you started this. Really? Yeah, like you were for. I'm not just saying this because I've said this to you in the past. I've mm. said this to Dan numerous times. Mm. You were, you and Jeff O'Neill were my guys that I would listen to all the time. Right. Well, thank you, man. That's so. And like, and Jeff O'Neill was the you know one of the guys that taught me how to do radio. So, uh, like, like when I was going through BCIT, I went to and I'd hang out in, on on his show in the evening, and op his show. So I'd be his board op. He'd take a mic across the board and away we go. I'd, you know, answer the phones and stuff. I'd do all the editing and all that kind of shit. And, uh, you know, I did a, I did a, 
a year morning show at C Fox with him with your freaking idol, right? Like that's my that was my it was like you know the the guy that I was like, holy crap, man, this is radio. This is how you do radio, O'Neill, man. He's a fucking beast. Oh, O'Neill's the best, man. And I'm assuming he's like the exact same Such guy. Such a fucking great guy, on, man. On Absolutely, air, right? O'Neill's O'Neill's a beaut. Oh, man. Yeah, I've wanted to meet Sam Friscotti, the morning show at Sea Fox. You know, Karen, of course. Karen and I did a show together in the afternoon for like, I don't know, eight years, almost nine. And incredible. Yeah, it's crazy, yeah, like, man. Great run, dude. Like, I got, you know, so many of my buddies were like, oh, you must be totally like, fuck Sea Fox and this and that. Like, why would I be like that, man? Yeah. The house that, that I, you know, that I live in is because of, I was able to buy that house because of Sea Fox. Like, yeah. uh, you know, the car that I drive is not now because of Sea Fox, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they gave the house that Sea Fox built, basically, for me. Yeah. I got nothing but good things to say about those guys, man. That That's admirable. You yeah. don't come across a lot of mentality uh, like that either. I didn't like the way I got let go. Yeah, of course. Uh, but nobody does. Like, I didn't see it coming. If you had said, Hancock, what's the percent you'll get to lose your job from C Fox, the afternoon host? I'd be like, mm, probably 0.1%. Yeah. Like, literally. Yeah, man, I was like totally sideswiped. I, I didn't see it coming at all. Fuck. Well, like, you, you bounced back and you did yeah. this. And, yeah, well, and yeah. Are you a fan of Slayer, by the way? Because uh, the ex-Slayer, former Slayer drummer Dave Lombardo, the same week as you, man. Oh, my God. Like what? That's incredible. Fuck, dude. Um, no, that's great. Um, what kind of music are you into? Well, like you saw me draw that Zeppelin yeah. thing. Love that um, Zeppelin, by the way. So Zeppelin. Yeah. But, well, anything classic rock to, to start out. No, like it's I was so good, right? That's probably, you know, my go-to to yeah. 75, 80% of the time. Yeah, I just, I fucking love that shit. Yeah. And even dating back to Robert Johnson. Yeah. Love wow. Robert Johnson, who is kind of like the godfather of. Of all of, that. Yeah, like Eric Clapton. Yeah. Zeppelin. Zeppelin borrowed, let's say, yeah. from him heavily. Yeah, a lot of people did. Yeah. So, um, so that, but like more, more modern, I'd say like a big fan of Matt Good. Okay. Um, he's probably my favorite. Wow. He's such a fucking great storyteller. Man. He's amazing, man. Yeah. Um, I've, I, and a nice like, guy. Yeah. Like, you know, you know what? I can't speak oh. to that, but I went to his show at the Orpheum with my girlfriend at the time and we yep. got VIP passes. Mm. And so we got to meet him after it was very brief. He signed, um, a vinyl for us, mm -hmm. but you could tell that he was worn out. Like it was the end of the show. Uh, last thing he wants to do is probably sit around, Right. but he was still like super kind, you know? Yeah. But you could see he was tired. He's ready to wrap and, uh, it up. Yeah. And I was just like, this guy's, this guy's a gem. Mm-hmm. But uh, love him, Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, mm -hmm. like Ooh, all, all Soundgarden. those bands. I know. Like, how about uh, Cornell? Good God! Ugh, that it's not just so many, ugly the way it went. I know. Not many deaths get me, but yeah, that one—that one for sure did for that me. That one was hard. That was a childhood. Yeah. Loss. Glenn Fry, uh, the Eagles for me was a big one too yeah that was yeah huge. huge like you know uh the eagles were played so much as a kid for me you know it's like one of those core foundation bands yeah. you know for me they you could correct me if i'm wrong but they were kind of like the ones 
that no no you know what I, I think i'm thinking of uh i'm thinking something else never mind mm, i'm just mm. gonna backtrack here yeah yeah oh uh, steve miller is coming to vancouver in the in the, in the summer did you hear that i didn't yeah he's gonna no. be playing the p and e whatever it is the amphitheater there that that's getting bigger and bigger it's like great the, man they're bringing some big acts man. yeah yeah i know a couple other ones i just i'm not sure if i can say them right now or not so i'm not uh. I'll, I'll i'll off <laughs> off mic i'll let you know what are you watching, man, right now? What are you binging on? It's hard to watch anything because, like, I'm tr- I try to focus so hard on being creative, like in my free time. Right. Uh, but at the same time, I'm trying to get better at taking in other content because uh, referencing back to Dan Botch, him and I, we talk quite a bit, and and we talk about like the inspiration that you derive from from like film and TV and just shutting off your creative uh like warp wormhole or whatever you want to call it but um i've been trying to do that but i'd say that i kind of rewatch more than i watch you know mm-hmm. so breaking bad i've rewatched quite a few times mm-hmm. dexter i'll rewatch okay um even movies i'm trying to get better at watching new ones recently knives out Oh, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay, I haven't uh, seen that yet. Oh, I heard it's awesome. So fucking good. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's Tarantino. Yeah, it's like what else do you need to? See? What what's what's his best stuff? Yeah, I'm a big Reservoir guy, you know, Dogs yeah. guy. Yeah, you yeah. Know, Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, of course, um, great, great show. And I don't think he directed it. I think he wrote it. True Romance, Christian Slater. Yeah. Wow, brilliant movie. Yeah, like I, I remember the first time you saw that. Like, holy fuck, is that a powerful movie? Dude, I I was probably thirteen or fourteen when I saw it. Right. And I had to hide it from. from <laughs> totally. Just so that people didn't know that I was watching this shit, right? Like yeah. all this awful fucking killing and yeah, and how Tarantino writes, right? But um, oh yeah. I mean, just glorify, not glorify, but uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, you know, lack of better words, glorify. Yeah, yeah. The, the violence, yeah. I, I know what you mean. Yeah. It's, uh, what, what about you? Where, where do you put them? Oof, his best? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Pulp Fiction might. It's classic. It yeah. might be the one. Um, I don't know, man. That's, uh, yeah, that's a really hard one. Yeah. Reservoir Dogs, you know, could be it as well. I don't know, man. He's got so many good movies. Well, the latest one, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, incredible. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm hearing. And of course, and there's like a tie into the Manson family. And uh, yeah, it's it, yeah. dude. It it it's a long movie too. It doesn't play like a long movie. Mm. It's it's pushing three hours. Oh wow! But you would mistake it for a little over two. Right. Yeah. And did you watch that? Um, Oh, what's it called? Uh, the Irishman? Not yet. I got rid of my Netflix. Because that was... Oh, did you really? Oh, yeah. wow. Power move. Wow. I know, I know. It was just... Do aggressive. you have cable? No. I don't no. have I don't have cable. I haven't had it for years. Yeah. Like, honestly... Eight, eight I, years, probably? Six years? I watch all my stuff at, uh, like, friends' places or... Wow. Uh, dating somebody I'll watch at their place. Right. But, um, but yeah. Uh, no Netflix, no Spotify anymore. I have that wow. old fucking, uh, what, what do you call it? Like that mini iPod where I have all my songs stored, but wow. I can't put new songs on it. <laughs> right. So I'll cave and get Spotify again, but. Holy shit, man. I know, I know. Yeah. Well, living in Vancouver is not cheap, right? Oh, I know. It's crazy. So it's like that's 20 bucks a month. 
And if right. I'm not con- using it all the time, I'm not getting my money's worth. That was the that was the main dis- deciding factor. Hmm. But Vancouver's not cheap. No, I know. I mean, I wish I could. Uh, you know, it's my like I own this place, but you know, I have good size mortgage too, right? Yeah. And it's like you could sell this place and then just go to the Okanagan or wherever else, really, besides Toronto. Yeah. Like you could move pretty much anywhere in Canada with selling a place here. But like, I love it here. I don't want to, I don't want to have to leave, but I have to leave to retire, quote unquote. Yeah. Like, I'm going to have to leave, man. I don't like that, but whatever it is, what it is. Yeah. It's sad. Um, what's your favorite thing about Vancouver? Hmm. Whew. That is tricky. Yeah. Location. Yeah. Like if in, I could be in, so broad, that's a broad stroke, but it's, it's just location, <laughs> like geographically where we are. Yeah. That's the best thing about Vancouver is that we have mountains, we have water, yeah. uh, you know, fresh air, tons of foliage, nice people generally. Yeah. Um, there was a time I felt like we were a bit snobby though. Like in the late nineties, early two thousands, it was, there wasn't a lot of like eye, you know, catching eyes on as you're walking past somebody or whatever, depending on the area, I guess you're in. Right. Yeah. But I feel like uh, Vancouver's kind of stepped up a little bit after the Olympics. Uh, kind of had we t- we uh, feels like we kind of turned a a leaf. Yeah, yeah. Turned I a page or whatever. Totally agree. Yeah, yeah. like minus the the riot. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, minus I, I <laughs> minus totally. the riot. <laughs> Just don't put us into the you know, contention for any major sporting events. Yeah. Yeah. Besides the riot. Yeah. I mean, it just feels. Yeah. It just feels. Vancouver feels different after the Olympics. I agree. I don't know what it is, but it, it definitely does. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't pinpoint that either. Yeah. Um, but actually, I probably shouldn't even be talking in in depth about it because I'm somewhat new to living in the city. Oh, really? Where did you um, where were you living then before? All over, man. Like I lived in Richmond for a while. I lived. Uh, but in the Lower Mainland. Oh yeah, oh, like okay. all easy access to right. the city, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, steeped in it. Mm. I'm still like kind of a baby. Mm-hmm. But I, I love how, it. How long have you been like Vancouver? Vancouver you're um, pretty much Vancouver proper. Like yeah. you're right here. Yeah. Um, about going on two years, a little over two years. Okay. Maybe. But and, I'm and in love do you like it. it? You like it better than <laughs> yeah. everywhere else? Yeah. Richmond. You lived in Ditchmond. You, you know what? I'm. What I'm gonna defend shithole. Richmond. Really? I get fucking lost, dude. I've lived here my whole life, with the exception of like going, you know, up north to my radio job. And yeah. A few years in the Okanagan when I was like a high schooler, but like I get lost every time I go to Richmond. Why? Like, where I, are you going? It's. <laughs> I get lost every time. Wow. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um. I know that. Please defend Richmond. Why? How could you defend that place? I know. Any local listeners are gonna fucking tweet at you. Yeah, that's it. They're like, all of them are gone. We have no more listeners right now. Yeah, no more, no more. Uh, I think the architecture of the city is bullshit. So, like, obviously, there's the there's that driving stereotype that gets thrown out there, but it's designed for everybody to fucking be bad drivers. I'm a bad driver in Richmond. Right. Like I get trapped in the intersection every time I'm in Richmond because all the street lights are so fucking close right. to one another. Right. I can't do it. And then you're guessing, should I try to make the light? And then you make the wrong choice. You get flustered. You make a bad choice. You go in a parking lot. Everybody wants to back into their spots. 
and you're behind them and you're like, oh, of course this guy's backing in. Yeah. Um, but I'll, I'll defend it. It's, it was uh, one of the better places I've lived. Hmm. But I also lived in Port Moody, which was, if I had to leave Vancouver right now, Port Moody is where I go. Yeah. Love that place. So yeah. steeped in like art and totally. breweries and yeah. Rocky Point is right there. Gorgeous spot. Um, yeah. It's pretty nice. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, but Vancouver, the same thing. Like the the culture here, as you were saying, like the people being nice. But not not just that. It's like a big creative. Um, what do I want to say? Like, there's a lot of creativity and a lot of uh, different types of creativity out here, where you can find inspiration and you can just walk the drive. Yeah. Fuck and yeah, man. If you Love don't the drive. walk the drive and get inspiration as a creative. Why are you here? There, there's something wrong. Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> totally. So like, I, I love it for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I do love Vancouver, but eventually we'll be uh, based out of Vancouver. I'd say probably within 10 years for me. Yeah, I've, I've been thinking about it too. Um, like I have family in Calgary. Mm. I'm thinking that. But um, believe it or not, my dream, go to Denmark. Denmark? Yeah. Wow. Just fucking live in Denmark. Yeah. Be the Alan Moore of Denmark. Grow a fucking beard. Recluse <laughs> by the water. Claim that I wrote Little Mermaid right. or something for like the young kids. Yeah, totally. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. It would be hard the day that it comes. I see that you have a tattoo. Yeah. Like how many tattoos do you have? Oh, I have a few tattoos. Yeah, I got a microphone here. A little holy shit homage to what paid the bills or pays i guess the bills and then i got a uh, uh an octopus and a and a tiger and stuff on my chest and Fuck. i got something here as well and damn i'm jealous i am tattoo uh, virgin is that right yeah i'd probably uh, you know i don't know how i'd feel if i would have just kind of gone crazy and done everything like i wanted to when i was younger mm. and i probably the only reason that didn't happen is because i didn't make enough money then right uh and now it's more just like you know i was finding the time <laughs> to go and yeah. hang with somebody for a couple three four hours to get a tattoo done it's like oh fuck i'd love to man i want to get a few things still present day but uh yeah i just don't have the time man time for me is really hard to come by it's funny as you get older like and they always say like, oh yeah time you know you, you don't get any more time time is the it's literally man it's the most precious thing that we have man is time like sitting you know with you and hanging out like won't happen unless i don't know about you without me actually scheduling like i'm like dude if you can come by <laughs> eight o'clock on you know monday night yeah you're ding ding eight o'clock monday night you know, uh, it's tricky, man. It's tricky to kind of like grab me just cause, you know, uh, yeah. I'm one of those guys like very, I need to do this between this time and this time. And I'm very compartmentalized, but you know, not in a weird way. If yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have a lot of shit on the go. I'm, I'm trying to get better with that. Like it's people like you that actually inspire me the most in regards to that really because i know you're super fucking go 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 sorry yeah. i'm like swearing well, a lot it's well, fine man whatever um you know but... what fuck those people that don't want to hear swearing <laughs> all right yeah no kidding uh no but i i see uh you online not to turn this into uh kelly keeps complimenting todd 
show here, but oh, yeah. I see you online and 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 I know how fucking busy you are. Right. Like you're always going. And yeah. that's one of the things that uh Dan and I have talked about in regards to you. Right. Where it's like you making your own shit happen. And it's just yeah. inspiring, man. Thank so. you. Thank you, man. Yeah, it's a, it is. It's, it's a lot of work, right? Yeah. Again, it's back to the hard work, right? I mean, I had uh, Christian Covington from the Dallas Cowboys uh, as a guest right before Christmas. And he's from here, killing it in the NFL. And, uh, you know, one of the things that he was really, you know, not preaching, but again, lack of better words, he was, you know, talking about self-sacrifice and like, yeah. how hard do you want it? How you know, how much harder are you going to work than the next guy? Mm -hmm. Are you going to do 10 more push-ups? Are you going to run 15 more minutes? Are you going to get maybe th three more hours of sleep that week? You know, don't neglect your body, man. Yeah. Don't think you can just run on fucking steam because you can, but eventually that shit catches up to you. And when you hear it from a pro sports athlete like that, because I'm a bad guy for that, man. I'll get like th three, four hours of sleep and fucking just go. Yeah, same. And like night after night, after, year after year, man. Like I'm a, uh, if I get five hours of sleep, I'm like, woo, five <laughs> hours of sleep. Right. But it's always been like that. I, you know, it's not probably good for me, but it's just, I can work fine on three, four hours of sleep. Yeah. Always have been. Yeah. Really always. So you don't yeah. feel any fatigue. Not yeah. really. No. I mean, I'm starting to now kind of nap here and there. Like yeah, when yeah. I get home or whatever, right before, if I'm not making dinner and I'm just kind of hanging or whatever, I'll. Maybe if I'm watching a show with the boys or whatever, I'll actually fall asleep while the show's on, right? Like, uh, right. they'll wake me up. Hey, Dad, it's dinner. Holy shit. Slept. <laughs> like, I could never do that in my 20s, in my 30s. Not a chance, you know? Yeah. Just couldn't. I didn't have a kid till I was 38 years old. <clears throat> so that it was like... Shit. 30, no, 38? 37, 38? Yeah. So I'd kind of already, you know, gotten all of my selfish shit out like i'd already traveled the world and i'd done a bunch of rad shit with the radio station i'd worked with and kind of was ready to you know um give my all yeah yeah i think if i had I had a kid at 28 instead of 38 i'd be i'd be i would have been a bad dad yeah you know well i just would have you know, I would still had to do all the stuff I did at Sea Fox for you know, right. night night partying all the time, hosting shit all the time. Like I was a fucking madman for that station, man. Yeah. Like as much as I could possibly do, I did for them. So, uh, and that at the early years meant just hosting shit and being at these events and going to concerts and emceeing shows and 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 I was like, yeah, I'll take that and I'll take all of them. Like I want to just get out and party. Yeah. I just want to meet people and I want to get my name out there and I want to get to know the movers and shakers like 25 years old and you're doing a morning show in Vancouver. Fucking bring it on. Yeah. I was like, fucking let's rip it up. <laughs> Party. It was rowdy years, man. The first five years of me at, at Sea Fox were like, I partied my ass off, man. Four, five, six nights a week for, for five years straight. But you knew what you needed to do. Yeah. Like you were self-aware. Yeah. Which is actually one of the problems I think a lot of people suffer from right now. They're not self-aware of how to put themselves in that position, right? Mm -hmm. um, and that's another thing that's inspiring about you. It's like you just know what to do, when to do it. And if there's oh, any trial and error, no, but like you'll self-correct. Yeah, right? oh yeah, I guess, I, yeah, that's true. So that's a big part of it too. Uh, what's 
like you were just referencing the caliber of guests. Mm. My, you'll never guess who my favorite guest you've done is, but uh, what's? And I'll tell Let, you after. I, I have to be mysterious. Can, can you can you at least <laughs> give me the genre? Is it music, sports, uh, I'll say entertainment? Pur- purple and black. Purple and black. Yeah. Purple and black. Should I just say? Yeah. Uh, Bret Hart. Bret Hart. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Bret Hart. Oh, uh, that's great. I, I grew up a huge wrestling fan. Yeah. I'm, I'm not same. one anymore, unfortunately. But, yeah. Um, Bret Hart was like a hero of mine growing up. Same, dude. When I was offered that interview, yeah. I was like, "What? Really? Wait, you were you didn't have to like reach for it? No. Uh, no." No, it was the it was the uh, uh, lacrosse team. We're having um, you know the Bret Hart Day of Valentine's Day, you know whatever five years ago or whatever it was. And I had just had one of their players on, and then the the marketing team was like, "Hey, by the way, we have this thing, blah blah blah, with Bret Hart. If you could mention it on your podcast, I'm like, I can mention it. Fuck, I'll interview the guy and I'll fucking throw it around a ton." And they're like, "Yeah, we could probably set something up." I'm like, "Yes, please, man." Oh, dude, some of some of the interviews that I've had, man, on this podcast, like you know, I've had some big guests, man, Def Leppard, uh, Melissa Etheridge, Ben Harper, like big Chad Kruger is a good buddy of mine. I've had some, I've had some guests where, like, I'm like, how on the fuck am I talking to this person? How did this happen? It's insane. Yeah, that. And a lot of them now is like just simply tweet them. Hey, bro, big fan. You want to be a guest? I see that a lot from Gr- people, but that's what's it been works. working for you too. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like uh, Beast Boy. I'm a huge fan of Teen Titans. Go. Huge fan. Yeah. Beast Boy. Greg Sipes. Hey, he Greg. tweeted at him. Hey, Greg, I need to blow my kids' minds. You want to be a guest? He's like, <laughs> hell yeah. Shoots me a message. Yeah, shoot. I still haven't worked it out yet, but it's going to happen. I'm going to get fucking Beast Boy is going to be a guest of the podcast. Like that to me is like big. You know who you should uh, get? I think I probably shouldn't say this as we're recording. I think his DMs are open actually, but uh, Maurice Lamarch, he was the voice of Brain from Pinky of the Brain. Oh, no way. Wow. One of my favorite fucking yeah, versions man. ever. That's but, uh, so good. I think he'd be great on your show. It, He's a good, it would be good. Good conversation. Hmm interesting yeah well i don't know if the you know those open dms i don't know that they actually i mean that you have to think like amount that they're gonna have to sift through to get to you you might as well just tweet them yeah i I think no that's totally true yeah 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 but it's amazing the power of uh the tweet man is amazing Mm -hmm. you know for the first couple of years because you might imagine working at a major market radio station i had a fucking massive and i have a massive network so the first couple of years were very like pick up the phone. Hey bro, want to be a guest? <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay. I know all these like, you know, famous people and whatever. And they're like, yep, no problem. And then it was the, maybe the next year was like leaning on them. Hey, can I, cause I'm, you know, I'm trying and I'm into my sixth year. I'm trying to not multiple guests, like the same people coming on all the time. Yeah. I, I do it with uh, Mr. Tequila, who's actually a guest your week as well. Uh, but he's been a, my sports fucking loudmouth, you know, f- forever probably five or six years at Sea Fox, and then the whole time here. So he comes on a couple times a year, just kind of spout off and whatever. Right. But besides him, I try to like, you know, every week is a different guest yeah. and that's hard to pull off, man. 
So for the, you know, the third year was like leaning on my original first and second year guests. Like, Hey man, you got anybody that would be cool to talk to or whatever. And then it was like, you know, the fourth year was maybe some of that. And maybe there are some multiple guests and that was more like talking to record reps and promo people. Hey, you got a chance and it's not. And now it's kind of just a mixture of everything. Like I, I tweet people. I'm always, like I said, you know, we did what 290 fucking follow-ups on guests or 390 or whatever it was. Like it's insane. Right. And you know, I'm sure if you looked at that, I probably haven't reached out to them in probably six months, but you know, they're, they're, they all get that poke here and there. Right. Like, cause one day I'm going to take a day and I'm going to fucking do 390 emails. Yeah. I'm going to they're all getting done in one day. Right. So I'll just take a day, hammer them out. Hey, you know, cut and paste, change the name, you know, so it's minimally personalized. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's a grind. Yeah, it is. Big I time. mean, like to reference back to like, I, I had to fucking do emails every other week for an editor, you know, fun, it's, right? Yeah, but yeah. It's, it's actually, you know what, um, people will, I've said this a few times, people will hate me for what I'm about to say now. <laughs> Three times <laughs> in an interview, what the fuck's going on? I'm not on? a likable guy, um, <laughs> but like, I just, I don't get anxiety over doing shit like that yeah. at all. No, like, the older I get, I just don't, I don't give a shit yeah, it's anymore. Yeah, same. So it's it's like second nature to me to to reach out and just be like, hey, this is what I want, and that's not how you phrase it, but, right? But you know, what essentially, I mean? yeah, you're Cole's noting it here, but yeah, yeah, just like be friendly and just put it out there. Yeah, if somebody ignores you, it's you don't need to go and subtweet them or whatever. No, yeah. But uh, it's not a big deal. It's just like, well, whatever, it didn't work out. But most of the time, it does. Most of the time, it does work out. Yeah, yeah. I find that as well. Like, I don't know about you, but through my whole life, and I'm, I don't even give a fuck. I'm not jinxing myself at all saying this. I know I'm not. Like, it just works out, man. Things fucking work out. They have a tendency just to go the way it should. Yeah. And don't, you know, read too much into things, man. You can't, if you can't affect the future, which you can't, don't worry about the future. Live yeah. in the now, man. The past is the past. It's already done. <laughs> you can't fuck with the future. So don't forget about right present second, man. Yeah. Yeah. As you were saying that, I just, re- I just got a kick from this beer. <laughs> oh yeah. Nice. <laughs> well, cause I, I had a couple before I came mm. over, not mm-hmm. like in preparation for coming over, but like just relaxing. Right. The, the nerves and stuff. I did the same, you know, I pounded a six pack and <laughs> fuck, Kelly's coming over. I'm going to expect me to hang out yeah. and, you know, be funny and shit. Fuck, yeah. So much pressure. It's the worst. Yeah. But uh but yeah, like uh so pretty much long story short, I'm in a good place. Good right man. Now. Good. Uh I also really love what's behind you here, the Led Zeppelin Stairway to Heaven. Yeah, it's Whew, that's been in my life a long time, man. I I got this uh, poster for six bucks, man. Fuck. It's huge. It is like for the people that are, you know, if they're still around, it's gotta be like two and a half feet by five. Oh, easy yeah feet it's it's got the word the last uh, part of uh stairway and that's where we wind on down the road da, 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 da. <laughs> oh boy yeah 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 um good. what else do i want to hit with you uh so i don't want to turn off just just yet oh sports sports canucks are you are you a big canucks fan or are you are you 
pretty apt on their season. This year, they're freaking I, killing it, man. I am. Uh, you know what? Like a lot of people say this, that they're a hockey fan and don't subscribe to one team specifically. Right. But like obviously Canucks, top. But totally. I love like every, like I'll watch Pittsburgh and Islanders. Oh, you're one of those. Okay. I'm one of those. Wow, well, yeah. Like, so I'm watch. not that. Oh, really? Canucks, and if the Canucks are out of the playoffs, don't give a fuck. Really? Don't care. Oh, I'm I want my team to win and that's it. There's no second. There's no like, you know, I want a Canadian team to win. Yeah. But I don't care which Canadian team. See, yeah, I'm I'm the opposite. I don't care if the Canadian team wins. Really, yeah, no, I'm definitely. I just uh, want good hockey. Canucks and and nothing else for me. Yeah, but their, yeah, their season's great. Like Mm -hmm. they, as uh, the day that we're recording now, like they just lost first place in the division. They've they've tripped in the last little while. They've lost some games and. You know, because all they needed to do was win a few and they'd still be in first. Yeah. You know, and they dropped so many in a row there. So. Yeah, but if, if you're going to lose uh, that top spot to anybody, Edmonton's a fucking pretty good choice. Y- y- yeah, yeah. Like, they're they're killing it. You can't be ashamed. Is, to... is McDavid the best then in the, right now that's playing? Uh, well, oddly enough, it's it's Leon Dreisaitl, the, his, his uh, line mate. Really? You see where he is in the standings? It's like he's putting up numbers that post Gretzky, wow. only a few other people have put up in That's an, a collective crazy. season. So and, yeah. and what's the majority of the points? Is it assists or goals or what's this kid doing? It's like split. It's crazy. Wow. Like I, I don't really see much of that, but yeah. it's, it's almost like I'd say it's like probably 30-ish goals, 40-something assists. Wow. So like the dude Big just numbers. killing it on on both offensive notes there, right? But mm. no, he's he's like a phenom. It's crazy. So stacked. Yeah. Stacked team. Yeah, but like Canucks, uh, they have a lot of promise. Man. Oh hell yeah. And who did we just sign? We signed something uh was it yesterday or the day before? I don't think I heard and, about this. And um I can't remember the guy's name. Uh but uh apparently he's like such a crazy good addition that uh i can't remember what the guy's name is now anyway yeah this building is right. building the team like that this is right now these are the years right you get when yeah. you got rid of the sedines you're like okay some some wiggle room here with the cap let's grab some you know let's what do we need yeah yeah man it's big years yeah and so once they get uh i don't know the status of his injury but when brock besser mm. comes back it's just, it's yeah, going to be all cylinders firing. Yeah. You know? Horvat's been on this uh, podcast. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. I love that guy. Oh, Horvat, yeah. Great choice uh, for captain. Yeah. Great choice for captain, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't think we're going to get any more uh, uh, Vancouver Canucks on the podcast, I'm hearing. What? How come? They're not giving uh, interviews to podcasts anymore. They're just giving you uh, just the scrum. And only hockey-related questions. I'm like, that's nah, not good enough, man. Uh, sorry. Like, what, like, what's the purpose? I have no idea. But that's, uh, yeah, that's from the the people that booked me, Bo Horvat, and then uh, ignored me for the next year. Yeah. And then this year they were like, oh, sorry, we're not giving to podcasts anymore. You can come down and do the scrum, but it's only hockey-related. It's like, well, I'm not going to get down with like five other people and get a fucking microphone in somebody's face to talk only hockey. Like, love you guys, but. You know, I guess that's it, right? Unless I can, unless I have like a buddy that 
knows one of the Canucks or yeah. is there's a way for me to get it otherwise? And I'm sure if they, even if they did it that way, I'm sure they get and shouldn't be like, Hey, don't fuck. You can't do random podcasts and blah, blah. So yeah, unfortunately, um, yeah, my teams snuffed me out, which is crazy. Right. Cause I'm sure if I was to fucking try to get a hold of a Vancouver or sorry, a Calgary flames, if I was to reach out to their marketing team and be like, Hey, by the way, I'm hitting a million people a day on social media. They'd be like, what? Fuck. Yeah. Here you go, bro. Like the Canucks are like, mm. That's incredible. A million sort, a day. Million between my three pages, yeah. Million a day, almost a million around there. Fuck. Depending. Some, some It really depends on how much the guests are sharing and how much my, you know, the people that follow me share my shit. Mm. Yeah, but but roughly a million. It's but, you know, amazing. I post, like I said, I post a lot though. 200, 250 tweets a day. Yeah. Like let's say that, you know, that each of those reaches 500 people per post, which is pretty easy when you have 10,000 people following you, right? Yeah. So suddenly there's, I don't, I'm not that good at math, but you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it adds up fast when you have that many posts. Yeah. You, you know, what's funny. I don't know why I was thinking this, but, uh, as you were saying that, like, I don't have a lot to share for my writing right now. Like the, the projects I have coming up yeah. aren't announced yet. So I can't talk about them. Like right. I'll have big stuff coming this year. Right. Well, um, as, soon, as soon as you do, you just tag me and then we share and that's how yeah. it works. And that's why I will, with this beer in my hand, say that I love you for that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but it's funny because I, I started like being re extra silly online and I, I started, like I took a picture of the sky and I just said sky pick. So I, I do that like all the time. Right. And I get more engagement on that. I know, right? Which is I like... Will with, anything else how, how annoying is that though like with the well, shit that you like that's fine like <laughs> like in be engaged with my sky pick but wouldn't it be awesome if they were to fucking be engaged <laughs> with your batman picture that it, you drew or you know what i mean like well if if i wasn't such like a a natural idiot i i would agree with you but yeah. but i i get such a kick out of uh people paying attention to or like indulging me while i'm being stupid right online. like right. i'm not going to be nonsensically yeah. dumb but but i know it's the most ridiculous thing on i'm the also planet. not saying don't engage with the sky pick <laughs> i'm just saying would it be nice if they actually engage with the yeah. stuff that you want people to know you for yes uh right that would be like not to be too serious of, you know with the conversation but yeah. like how rad would that be if people always shared your shit that's one of the trickiest things about what i do is you know, to engage people, to get them to share things and like, like things and well, not necessarily like people like my shit a ton, Yeah. but like, how do I get them to convert from liking to sharing something or commenting on something? Like, it's really the way that you word things and you know, I don't want to be too clickbait baity about it, yeah. but you know, a lot of the times I'm thinking like, how do I get somebody that knows me to fucking open this link, man, and check out what I'm writing about? Like, you know, I do all these stories on my website and it's like, well, you know, do you read the stories that I do? And I know I it's do. not the same. Uh, thank you. It's not the same as what you'll get with, um, you know, just a, whatever, uh, you know, whatever website you go to Rolling Stone or a spin or blabbermouth or whatever. That's not the same, you know, yeah. like not that I'm, uh, cursing or whatever but like you know I, I give a straight take on shit and and it's different than what you would normally you know hear yeah and read 
No, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Like going back to the word organic. And I keep it simple too, man. I don't yep. make huge long stories. It's like get to the point. Here's this and this and this, this, what you need to know. Include a cool pic, cool picture, a couple of videos or whatever. Bob's your uncle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, uh, I I don't know what to add to that fully, where it's going to be too complimentary. But like, I know what what you post um, in terms. I'm trying to remember exactly what's the one I normally click on. But it's like normally when there's a new movie coming out, yeah. it's like getting all the hype. Yeah, and then it'll be like kind of blurbs about that movie mm. like I'll, i click on that probably every time just to hear or like read right. what you have to say about it right but, i think um, those are i think everything that i throw around is the stuff that i would click on yeah oh cool it's a new trailer good i don't have to fucking look for it yeah here it is click on it all right so i'll watch it on todd's website or whatever I'm still getting them the clicks you know i've attached embedded their website or their right. youtube whatever but it's you know the stuff that i post is like you know, it's basically the stuff that I like because, you know, I have to create that content. Right. So I'm not going to create it if I don't like it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something about like that Batman picture thing. Um, I forgot. Never mind. Yeah. Good time to roll a joint, I say. Sure. Kelly, shall we wrap it up? Yeah, definitely. Dude. I'm going to uh, yeah, shake my hand, you with, bastard, with uh, my right wrong on. hand. Yeah, so it's fucking, like we're holding hands. It's good to uh, it's good to have you through the studio, man. I could keep chatting you off here, but uh, yeah, you're down the street from. I know it's crazy. You're really close to the yeah. studio here. Yeah, yeah. which is great. Was, we're neighbors, uh, man. Uh, five minute drive for me. We're neighbors. Yeah, probably if if that. Yeah, if that. Well, until I move to Denmark and you're right, <laughs> you're somewhere in uh, probably where uh, uh, probably Okanagan Manitoba. by then. Oh, yeah, Okanagan. probably Okanagan, like yeah. Summerland or Penticton or Peachland, West Bank, something like that. Yeah, love it up enough. there. Love it up there. Uh, where is the best place for people to stalk you socially? Uh, Twitter is where I spend most of my. Uh, I don't want to use the word shenanigans because yep. I feel like a grandpa saying that. Uh, but yeah, like that's... If you're going to, you have to hashtag it. Yeah. So hashtag shenanigans <laughs> at Noir Comics. There you go. Uh, on, uh, on Twitter. Yeah. And you uh, are, what again on Instagram? Instagram, it's Brack Comics. Right. My last name. Right. And, uh, my name for Facebook, you can find me at. And, and yeah. Okay. Uh, why Noir Comics? Uh, the, again like everything reverts back to dan like dan's one of my closest friends but we were um we were talking one day and and i was creating my first book mm -hmm. I'll, I'll make this quick yeah i was creating my first book at the time and i have like this very stark black and white contrast style um at that particular time and i i think i was just calling it black and white comics or whatever mm. and i was about to release my first um self-published book and i couldn't come up with something so he he showed me a picture of a beer that he just got because we both really loved beer at the time we'll still do but he i think it was from uh ninkasi brewery never uh, heard of him something Lo like that local beer I, I can't remember if it's local like maybe closer to victoria yeah I uh, could be wrong, yeah. but he showed me that, and it was, it was noir uh, stout or something like that. 
and the way that noir popped on the the label okay. just really got me. It was like yeah. a very Art Deco background, kind of like Batman the animated series style. Okay. And I'm like noir, noir, noir. And I'm like, well, noir is my style, and then noir comics. Right. So it just kind of clicked at that moment. So it was a beer being held in my face. Interesting. Which okay. is responsible for all of my decisions <laughs> of course. in life. Is but, it, as he's four or five deep here, kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was it. But that's where you can find me online. The Toddcast Podcast on ToddHancock.ca.